Welcome to Get the Job Australia, the podcast created to accompany you whilst you find the job, the one you've always wanted. We're here to provide weekly inspiration and tips to help you along your job seeker journey. Think of us as your personal coach, helping you navigate your way to that employment offer. We also offer tailored services in resume writing, cover letters, LinkedIn profiles and interview coaching. Visit getthejobaustralia.com.au to find out more. Now here's the podcast. Are you rejecting yourself before an employer rejects you? Have you ever walked into an interview and thought, I'm not going to get this job? Or sent your resume in and thought, this application is pointless, I'm not going to be picked. Then later on, finding that your predictions were correct? Yeah, although it would be really exciting to think that you were psychic and had psychic abilities, be aware that you might be prematurely rejecting yourself and sabotaging your own application before the employer gets to it. This is actually called the self-fulfilling prophecy, which we've all heard of. Yes. So how does it work? Well, Michael, there are three steps. <laughs> the first one is you form an impression of someone or something. Yeah. This can be based off interactions with this person or thing or just completely new information because yeah. we're very judgmental judgmental creatures. We yeah. go around forming impressions very easily. The oh. second step is that you behave in a manner that's consistent with that impression, right? Yeah. Which we'll explain further later. And this causes the third step, which is that target person or thing then behaves in a way that matches your initial Mm. impression. Kind of sounds like magic. Yeah. Or it's just that you made a call and it just happened to come true. Yeah. Or you perceived that it came true. Or you perceived, yeah. there's other things which we'll get to. So many other things. So many things. (laughs) So why do we do it? So this is actually because we... This is through fear of rejection stemming from insecurity. So people who self-sabotage in this way, especially job applications, they sort of want an excuse for their failure. So when you subconsciously seek out rejection, obtaining rejection doesn't hurt as much. Of course, if you get not rejected, that's even better. That's Mm. a bonus. But these people are so focused on rejection that when they they're expecting to get it they've set their standards low their expectations low so when they get it they're sort of prepared for it and it's you know it doesn't hurt as much so this is just like it's a it's a protective strategy yeah protecting your ego and yep self-esteem you're just softening the blow preemptively yeah Mm -hmm. yep and this can happen in a number of ways so how would you can like if you're thinking about how this would work in real life, this could be that if you're going in with that mindset of being rejected anyway, you might display behaviors that are really off-putting to others. You might not smile as much. You might not be as happy or bubbly. You just might act like you don't want to be there in a job interview. Uh, Or it could just be that you come across as awkward or tense, which is a very, very common one in job interviews. And all of these actions increase the likelihood of rejection. And when you do get rejected, it reinforces your own initial insecurity. Wow, it's like a downward spiral. It is, yeah. yeah. Terrible place to be in. Yeah, and it's a mechanism for self-enhancement. So when we... When we do this, we're actually what we're looking for is an is a self esteem boost. Okay. Yeah, which I'll but, get to later. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> so what's the good news? The good news is that we tend to 
grossly overestimate how accurate our prediction predictions are, right? So when we make an impression of an employer, we think to ourselves, yep, I'm right. <laughs> like, mm. yep, I know what I'm talking about. This is definitely true. They definitely hate me. They're definitely mm. crap, blah, 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 blah. But, and we do this without much effort because as humans, we make really snap judgments based on things like physical appearances, preconceptions, and sometimes only a real little bit of actual evidence. And sometimes this is because we've had past traumatic experiences. Mm. So our mind is kicking in and saying, hey, this thing hurt you before. Mm. Let's recognize the signs this time and avoid that now, mm. which is which is handy. Yeah. But interactions and people and companies and life and socializing is so complex and multifaceted that you, you just can't be sure of all the details. You're never going to be sure of all the details of a particular situation. Yeah. So it's important to recognize that we do overestimate that and keep an open mind. Yeah. The people who don't keep an open mind and do go down this path of self-rejection before an employer gets to that path mm-hmm. are people who are sure about their first impressions and let that get to them and sort of let that take over. Right. And those people also, instead of like maybe having an initial impression but then being open-minded to what happens, like seeing something at the start and being like, yeah. oh, it's kind of off-putting. Yeah. But instead of letting that get to them, they go through the process if they're successful and keep an open mind. The people that don't keep an open mind and hold that impression the whole way through, they they are people who tend to also score lower on, like have lower test scores mm-hmm. on spelling, logic, grammar, and humor appreciation. That's interesting. So if you fall into any of these categories, just be really aware. That's why I, I wanted to address them. So if okay. you... If you're a bad, you know, quite bad at spelling yeah. or grammar or logic or, you know, whatever. Or nothing makes you laugh, apparently. If nothing makes <laughs> you laugh. That's a bit of a sad one. But if you fall into any of those categories, just be aware that maybe you might need to think about how you go about interviewing and keep an open mind as yeah. you go through. So we've got all these issues that we need to fix. How do we fix it? <laughs> so there's an eight-week study carried out by Dinson and colleagues in 2011 on this mechanism and it's specifically called it's a self-fulfilling prophecy but it's specifically called the rejection prophecy and they found that over an eight-week period participants who were given an early opportunity for self-affirmation felt more secure in real tense social interactions so they were basically given an opportunity to look at their strengths Mm. to tell them to sort of boost up their ego and their self-esteem right what this means is that if you want to stop sabotaging yourself you need to work on your self-esteem yeah so you need to get yourself out of that negative headspace yeah affirming some positive things about yourself yes and the definition of self-esteem basically it comes down to the discrepancy between who you think you are and who you think you should be Mm. right and people who have high self-esteem have a small gap between those things Mm. so who they think they are in all honesty is very close to who they think they should be or like their ideal self right So if they think they should be charitable mm. and they've got high self-esteem, 
there'll be someone who volunteers every weekend. Mm, Do you get okay. what I mean? Yeah. So the whole point to stop self-sabotaging and, and boost your self-esteem is to reduce that discrepancy. And okay. there's, there's two ways to reduce that discrepancy. The first one is to behave in ways that make you feel good about who you are. So try doing things. I mean, we all know, we've heard about all of these. Try setting up achievable targets, exercising, eating healthy, getting adequate sleep, achieving work milestones, volunteering, going offline, cutting out alcohol, cutting out toxic people, spending time in the sun, calling people more. Mm. There's just so many ways that you can become more, like make you feel good about yourself and yeah. who you are and more align that to who you want to be. Yeah. Or stop being so self-aware. Yeah. Right? So okay. if you don't think that you can change something about yourself that you don't like, mm -hmm. right? Because not everything can be changed. For instance, for me, one thing that would be indiscrepant, is indiscrepant a word? I don't know. There'd be a high discrepancy between mm. my ideal self and me would be, I want to be taller, but okay. I can't. So that's never going to happen. <laughs> I can't change that, right? Yeah. So all I can do is wear high heels, which okay. I do all the time, yeah. right? And that's what I have to be happy with. But if I let that get, if, I let, if I'm so aware of that yeah. and I go out in public and I'm talking to people and I'm like, I'm so short, I'm so short, I'm yeah. so short, that's going to affect my self-esteem, yeah. right? So if you have even tried to change it and you're not happy with the results as well and that you're not happy with the progress you've made, you need to just stop thinking about it. Like stop drawing attention to it yeah. and move on, yeah. right? Because if you do, if you're too self-aware, there's also other studies to say that people who are super, super self-aware because mm. everything's always preaching self-awareness. Mm. But in psychology textbooks, if you're too self-aware, you actually become unhappier. Yeah, that sounds like if you're constantly overanalyzing yourself and your shortcomings, that yep. sounds like a terrible place to be mentally. Yeah, 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 exactly. Constantly like saying, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that, or I'm mm. too this, I'm too that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. It's kind of like when people lose weight, a mm. lot of weight, right? Yeah. And they've achieved this big milestone. And then suddenly they start looking at like a mole on their face that they don't like. And like, it's sort of like a, it's a like spiral. a spiral. Yeah. Oh, wow. okay. So the trick is to know where to stop. Yeah. So some things you can change, some things you can't. And so if you realize that there may be times that when it comes to job applications and interviews, you know, you, you just don't feel like you've got what it takes if it comes down to you've got the experience they're looking for and you still feel self-conscious about applying there's something that's that you need to work on mm. because if you've got the experience even the minimum yeah. you shouldn't be self-rejecting if yes. you look at it and say they want two to five years but i've only got two mm. well i mean you're still within that exactly there's that something range. you're not doing yeah. to help yourself and don't i mean you're going to get so many rejections when you're looking for a job don't do it to yourself be yeah. on your own team yeah sure <laughs> and it just goes to show like uh mental health is uh, very important when it comes to everything in life you know not mm. just applying for jobs and looking for work you know it's very it's very important to be in a good healthy headspace mm -hmm for something like job hunting mm. where you're about to be rocked mm. <laughs> like your self-esteem and mental health is about to be rocked yeah yeah true mm -hmm. well thanks for joining us on this episode uh we'll see you next time on uh, apple podcast on spotify you can also catch us on facebook instagram and linkedin 
And our website. Get and the job. Our website. Get the job <laughs> Australia.com.au. Okay, we'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Bye.